You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Locked on Lions on a Monday on the Locked on Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you on this, a Monday, August 16th and a Tuesday, August 17th. Thank you for listening. Joining us for the week, another game week for the Lions, Saturday night in Pittsburgh for preseason game number two. We are brought to you by the live fantasy show right here on the Locked on Podcast Network. Have fantasy football questions you need answered before your draft, don't miss Locked On Fantasy Live on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, streaming on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. Subscribe now so you don't miss it. Our stable of fantasy experts will answer your questions live or submit them ahead of time to at Locked On Network on Twitter. On the show today, a national NFL analyst goes off on Dan Campbell after one preseason game. Oh, the clock management. Michael Lombardi from VSIN, the former Bill Belichick assistant in the front office. Mike Lombardi isn't happy with Dan Campbell. We'll play that audio and hear Campbell's retort today coming up momentarily. Also, Frank Ragnow is not a top 100 player? What's up with that? The NFL players voted on the new top 100 list numbers 100 through 41 released last night there is a lion that made the top 100 from 41 to 100 but frank ragnow is not on the list i'm assuming he's not in the top 40 we'll tell you which centers are and why this makes no sense on the show also the one lion that did make the list and i think the lions made a mistake with matt prater because he booted a game-winning field goal over the weekend for the Cardinals. I'll explain that also coming up on the show today. Follow me on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter, and also catch us on the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Like and follow the page and do all that stuff as well. Lions lose to the Bills on Friday night, 16-15. to If you listen to the post-game pod Friday night into Saturday morning, I didn't go over clock management, end of the game, play calls, because it's the preseason. I'm I'm not looking at these first three games as some sort of giant microscopic analysis of head coach Dan Campbell. I want to see effort. I want to see guys fly into the football. I want to see if they can block and tackle and, and see if they're paying attention. I'm not... I didn't necessarily Friday night not see what took place, which was the Lions throwing the ball on third and five with the lead and about a minute and a half to go, and Buffalo with one timeout left. In most circumstances, when you're in field goal range, with the, which the Lions were, and they settled for a Randy Bullock, I think it was like a 30-yard field goal, because uh, the Lions were in the red zone, that gave them a one-point lead. Or two-point lead. So it was like, okay, it was 15-13 after the field goal. The Lions trailed by 1-13-12 after missing a two-point conversion. They then took a two-point lead. In the regular season, 
most likely, with the Bills having one timeout left, the Lions would have run the football there, made Buffalo use their last timeout, kick the field goal, then try to get a stop, game, game over, game ends. Instead, yes, Dan Campbell did want to see David Blau throw the ball a couple times. See if he can get it in the end zone. See if he can get a tutty. Because there's an open competition right now for the backup quarterback job behind Jared Goff between Mr. August, Tim Boyle, and David Blau. So seeing if Blau could throw a touchdown there didn't bother me. Nor did it bother me that the Lions had a timeout at the end of the game and could have called it to call for a Hail Mary at the end. Campbell let the clock run out because he went, I've seen enough. We don't need to be practicing the Hail Mary in the preseason. But Mike Lombardi, or Michael Lombardi, NFL analyst, gambling expert at VSIN, Big Vegas Sports and Information Network, was on his show this weekend with my buddy Patrick Maher, Detroiter. And Patrick was talking to Lombardi about coaches over the weekend. And Lombardi had this to say about what he saw from Dan Campbell on Friday night, this courtesy of VSIN Live. And Dan Campbell, an angle that, you know, some betters like to back his uh, first year head coach, first preseason game, try to set a culture. Didn't go down with Arthur Smith yesterday and didn't go down with our buddy Dan Campbell. A 16-15 win for the Bills as dogs at cashes to the under. But the big story coming out of this is the clock management at the end of the game. Well, I mean, look, I, you know, I respect him for drinking 80 ounces of caffeinated coffee. And, you know, two, I, and four I, espresso I, shots on top of that. I'm sorry. just. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, look, this is what we talked about. You know, at, this is a game of intellectual capacity. This isn't a game of, whoa, you know, let's get in here and beat up on it. This is a game of thinking. This is chess on grass. And my man Dan Campbell was not even playing checkers last night, right? He wasn't even playing checkers. He gets a first down. He's got first and 10 at the Buffalo 15. He's got a very, very easy field goal to make, right? So he caught, he, this is after the two-minute warning, okay? So the two-minute warning comes in down. He's got a third and four. Mm. Gets the first down. Buffalo stops the clock. Does exactly what they should do. But what, right? First and 10 now. What happens? Run the football. Great call, Dan. You're really doing good. I'm feeling you now. I'm feeling you. Buffalo calls her second timeout. What's Dan do after this? He throws a short pass over to the right flat. Incomplete. Okay. Third and five. Throws another pass. No concern. Now Buffalo gets the ball back with 138 to go in the game, and all they need is a field goal to win the game. If he runs the ball on second down, second and ten, say he gets two yards, they have to use their last timeout. So they use the last time out. You run it on third down. You take that clock all the way down as far as you can. You might even take a you take it to you use your timeout. Mm-hmm. Then you kick the field goal. They have forty seconds left to go in the game. I mean, it's just stupid football. Like there's a way you have to do football the right way. This is not about the preseason. This is about you being one step ahead. This is about you being in control. You tell your assistants two runs here. We're running the ball here. I want to run here. You know, that's what head coaches do. If I were the general manager of the Lions and I had to watch this, I would be, I would have thrown up after the game. I would have been absolutely <laughs> sick. If Al Davis watched this, if Al Davis watched that, he would have lost his job. 
Mike Lombardi basically there calling Dan Campbell a meathead and saying he can't play chess or even checkers for that matter. And kind of taking a little shot at Campbell being a meathead. If you could read between the lines there. I'm sorry, folks, but this is preseason. Are we really going to nitpick about fake football games? Oh, well, you gotta you gotta go for the win and you gotta coach like you coach in the regular season and the preseason and set an example. Wrong. That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. He wanted to see David Blau throw the football. This is preposterous. Are we really gonna pick on Dan Campbell's coaching in the preseason? I'm not buying this. I, I think this is outrageous. If he does this in game one against San Francisco, fine. Pile on. He's looking to analyze his players. He's got a quarterback competition for the backup spot. He wants to see if David Blau can make a couple of throws. That's more important than clock management. If if the Lions get a stop on that fourth and ten pass from Davis Webb, we're not even having this discussion. But who cares? It's the preseason. They didn't get the stop. They lost. Well, anybody, if the Lions go 9-7 and seven this year and shock the NFL, is everybody going to go, well, that preseason game, that first preseason game, he didn't manage the clock. No. We're going to be doing a parade down Woodward for the NFL Coach of the Year that took a five-win football team that got worse on paper and turned it into 9-7. and seven. Come on now. Dan Campbell responded to it today. You want to hear what the Lions coach had to say? Stay tuned. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season going on right now. We got football, preseason football. You want to put some money down, you do so at betonline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and of course, UFC and MMA action. Maybe you had some money down yesterday on the Tribe. Tristan McKenzie was dealing. Down at Comerica Park. I was there. Beautiful day. You could have done all the betting you wanted at betonline.ag. Head to the website now or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Great job today by Justin Rogers of the Detroit News, our good buddy, asking Dan Campbell today about the criticism that he's receiving for his clock management at the end of Friday's preseason game against the Bills. Here's what the Danimal had to say earlier today before practice, courtesy of DetroitLions.com. Take a listen. Yeah, I mean, that, that was... Like to me, that was that was about getting Blau a couple of throws, or see if we could see if we could score a touchdown in tight red. Um, ordinarily, we would have milked those timeouts out of our opponent, but I, you know it was kind of one of those. That was my first inclination, and I was like, "Hey, man, you know, Blau's going pretty good here. Uh, we're moving the ball a little bit. Let's see if maybe we can find a way to get in the end zone or get some throws. You know, certainly you'd rather not." you know, get a throw to where it goes out of bounds, even if you are trying to be more aggressive. But that's that's on me. That's not them. And it was, I'm trying to get a look on these guys, all of us, you know. And then, you know, the benefit is you don't get it, then your defense is in a two-minute, which is what happened at the end. And you get another look at those guys under high-stress situations, some of those young players. So 
it's tough because you are. You want to win the game, but you also are trying to evaluate these guys under certain circumstances. And so that's really what the focus was, I guess, if you will. All right, folks, just as we suspected, right, Dan Campbell said, I wanted to take a look at David Blau. He was rolling pretty good. Wanted to see if he can get it in the end zone. Yes, normally, in the regular season, I maybe would have done things differently. That's the end of story here. And many of you hit me up on Twitter at Dairy Speaks today and at Locked On Lions about this thing. And some of you making jokes, jokes our buddy Mike Vanderpool saying uh, uh, Caldwell couldn't manage the clock. Patricia couldn't manage the clock. What is this something new? <laughs> Very funny, Mike V. Look, folks, Matt Patricia had no idea how to use his timeouts at the end of halves for three years. But those were regular season games. I can't sit here and remember a preseason game other than when the Lions went 4-0 in the preseason 1-0-16. I can't sit here and remember a Great Lakes Classic game against the Browns. I mean, come on. It's preseason. Picking on Dan Campbell like Mike Lombardi did is ridiculous. And I'm glad that Campbell responded in the way that he did. Because I think that's the right way to go here. I need to look at some guys. I need to see if they can play. Backup quarterback's important. This team's not going anywhere. We all know that. But if Jared Goff gets hurt, who's going to come in? These guys still put the work in. The organization is trying to win games. you got to find out who the next man up is in this preseason. And I'll tell you one thing. After one preseason game... If I had to pick between David Blau and Tim Boyle, that's not a great choice. I'd probably go with Blau, and that's <laughs> neither guy to me is very good. But he had him rolling on that drive against the Bills' fourth-string defense, and Dan Campbell's like, screw it. Let's see him throw a ball on third down. Why not? You know why you can do that in the preseason? Because it doesn't count. It doesn't count. <laughs> My goodness gracious. What do you think? At Dairy Speaks on Twitter. Need your thoughts on it. Um, I think this is nitpicking. But again, national people picking on Dan Campbell is easy button. That's like people picking on the Cleveland Guardians name for next year. You know, some of you Tiger fans on Twitter uh, hazing me. Oh, yeah, I know you beat us two out of three and you nearly had a perfect game, but you're the Guardians. Oh, Guardians. Oh, okay. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Oh, my goodness. Today in the mail, I got my uh, Built Bars. I got six Rocky Road, six Cookies and Cream, and six Strawberry. I'm so excited. I got 18 Built Bars upstairs ready for me for tomorrow. I can't, I'm not going to eat all 18 tomorrow, but they're the best. They're the best tasting protein bar ever. All right? Maybe you like cherry. Barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, whatever it is, there's something for everyone. You just go to the website and order them up at BuiltBar.com, all right? Use the promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. They're amazing. Not only are they the best tasting, they're healthy too. All right, a couple of the flavors are just 180 calories. Most of the flavors only 130 calories. HealthyBuiltBar.com, promo code LOCK15 for 15% off. 
Built Bar, they're the best. All right, so over the weekend, I happened to see that uh, our good buddy Matt Prater, ex-kicker, who, of course, spent many a season in Detroit and had some very big-time success with the Lions, of course, after the season, left to head to the Arizona Cardinals, that's where his wife is from, on a two-year, $6.5 million deal. This weekend, the Cowboys went to Arizona to take the take on the Cardinals in the preseason. And it, here, here we go. Cowboys lead with a minute 51 to go, 16 to 13. Here comes Prater to attempt a 48-yard field goal. Snap, spot, kick on the way, good. Arizona gets a stop. They get the ball back. They rally and roll, roll it down the field. I don't know what happened in the game. I'm just looking at the stats. And here comes Prater with no time left. Three seconds left, or whatever it was, to attempt a 47-yard field goal. It's up. It's good. Cardinals beat the Cowboys 19-16. to You hear that in the background? They're doing some work on my home right now. So if you hear this noise, that's what's going on. This is live podcasting at its best. Sounds like a, a drill going into some wood. Anyway, Matt Prater was really good for many years with the Lions. Many years with the Lions. And I'm sad to see him go. He's 37 years of age. I get it. He was with Detroit for, oh my goodness, how many years now was he with the Lions? Matt Prater was with the Lions for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years. And he was a very, very good kicker. So I was asking around today, like, why didn't the Lions keep Matt Prater, two-time Pro Bowler, second-team All-Pro, PFF All-Pro in 2017. He's made 321 field goals in his, in his career, 83%. Where, why do the Lions, and I understand it's a uh, rebuild and everything else, but why do the Lions let him go? We saw Randy Bullock knock, throw, knock through some field goals and extra points this weekend, which is a good sign. We'll probably see Zane Gonzalez kick a little bit in preseason game number two. But I just think the Lions not bringing Prater back could come back to bite them. Now, I did some research today and I found out the Lions didn't have a lot of cap space at the time when Prater was talking to other teams. His wife is also from the Arizona area. Lions offered a one-year deal, according to my sources. Never offered him two years. He thought about taking the one-year deal, from what I heard, uh, to prove himself with the cap coming down and off a COVID year to then get a bigger contract for next year, but Arizona sweetened the pot with an extra year. Lions' offer was comparable on that one year, from what I heard, but two years, $6.5 million, he got it from the Cardinals. Cardinals are obviously a team thinking playoffs, and so now Prater is gone. But just seeing these kicks go through the uprights from deep at the end of the game this weekend, preseason or not, going to make you wonder about what could have been for the Lions. Could they have been a quicker in maneuvering the salary cap around because they had money later on after some of the restructures to probably pay them, but by that time Prater was already gone. And the Lions instead got Randy Bullock, Matthew Wright. Wright is already gone. Zane Gonzalez is in. But this is something to keep an eye on. Because it's not like the Cardinals are paying them that much money. It's just over $3 million a year. But already 
paying dividends for the Cardinals is one Matt Prater. All right, I saw this uh, last night, and I think it's uh, absolute BS. The NFL Top 100 premiered last night on the NFL Network. And this, of course, is voted on by the players. And I'm looking at the list, and I see it. Number 100, James Robinson, the running back from Jacksonville. It's like, all right. And I'm scrolling down, 93 on the list. TJ Hawkinson, tight end of the Lions. All right, TJ makes the top 100. Not too shabby, right? You're thinking, that's about right. TJ Hawkinson had a fantastic year last year. He's one of the top five tight ends in the league. George Kittle was number 50. There was no tight ends between George Kittle and TJ. So pretty cool. I think he deserves to be in the top 100. But I'm scrolling down, and I'm like, Jason Kelsey, Eagles Center, 92? Okay. Still scrolling, still looking. Uh, Corey Davis of the Jets, he's 91. Quandre Diggs, ex-Lion, top 100. Number 77 with the Seahawks. He had a great year last year. Michael Thomas, who barely played last year for the Saints, 72. I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I'm like, wait a minute. Where is Frank Rag now? Now, they're going to announce 40 to uh, to 1 tonight, from number 40 down to number 1. Corey Lindsley, who is Pro Football Focus's number 1 center from last year with the Packers, now with the Chargers, came in at number 60. Ryan Kelly, the Colts center, good player, came in at number 69. Nice. And then Jason Kelsey at 92. But how is Frank Ragnow not a top 100 player? Laramie Tunsil of the Texans is higher rated at 75 than Frank Ragnow? I, I don't I don't agree with this. Brandon Scherf's a really good player for Washington. Their right guard. Cole Beasley is 96? Uh, I, Frank Ragnow to me is a top 100 player. The Lions' two best players are Frank Ragnow and TJ Hawkinson. They were both pro bowlers last year. Jack Fox was as well, as as you know. But I would say Ragnow not being on this list, but Kelsey being ahead of him is a bit of a surprise. Jason Kelsey's always been a very strong football player. But getting up there in age a little bit, I'd take Ragnow over him. And I'm a little bit surprised that he didn't make the top 100. Unless somehow tonight he's number 40 or down, but I don't see that because Lindsley's number 60, and everybody believes he's the number one center in the game. So we'll we'll wait and see. Maybe somehow Ragnow gets on this list tonight. We'll talk about it tomorrow if he does. But I, I think it's fair to say TJ Hawkinson making the top 100 is very cool. It goes to show that the players believe that just a guy in his second year um, deserves the credit and the accolades. So, I like it. Lions will have to get their roster down to 85 players by 4 o'clock tomorrow. We'll have that tomorrow. We'll have more right here on Lockdown Lions on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Talk to you tomorrow.